0: Oh, hello. I am C-3PO Human-Cyborg Relations, welcoming you to Star Wars Delusions of Grandeur, presented by the Journey Into podcast. As always, here are your hosts, the honourable and wise Master Marshall Latham, thoroughly decent and fair-minded to biologicals and droids alike. And his sour-tongued and oft-malfunctioning counterpart, Rish Outfield an untrustworthy and despicable creature even Artu doesn't like and he likes everyone i'm always telling him Artu 2 d you're far too amenable to humans
1: and their unpredictable ilk greetings and what? salutations oh yes please do enjoy the show welcome to another episode of i was gonna say strewn along the path of delusions of grandeur here on the journey into podcast
0: you know once you've strewn along the path Forever
1: will it dominate your destiny. Ooh. That voice you hear is that of Rish Outfield. Hey, Rish.
0: Hey, man. I uh, I interrupted you one time too many.
1: No, that's okay. Yeah, and this is... I am Marshall Latham, and we're here to talk some more Star Wars. This time around, we're mostly going to focus on the latest event that happened... Uh, this is the third time that they've done a Force Friday. Um, if people don't know out there, can you explain what Force Friday is to our audience?
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that it's uh, it comes from Hasbro. Somebody in the Hasbro marketing department decided to do this. But, but it could be that it came from Lucasfilm. It is the day in which all of the new merchandise for the new film comes out. I remember in 99... I was in Colorado and uh, my friend and his roommate and I were driving through Colorado the day that the Phantom Menace figures went on sale and he said we got to find out where there's a Toys R Us so that we can go get these and I think we we found the one in Grand Junction is that the name of the town?
1: I think that's a town in Colorado.
0: In Grand Junction, Colorado. And we went there, and at midnight, the toys went on sale. And I bought at Darth Maul. And uh, my friend bought, I think, one of everything. It was exciting. It was kind of neat. Of course, all of those figures could be had for a third that price just three or four months later. But I, I don't know if they did it for the other two prequels. But uh, for Force Awakens, they did it in 2015, and uh, I was at Toys R Us at the time. Uh, uh, you know, I guess I was at Toys R Us at 99, too. <laughs> but uh, that was uh, the one we did an episode about it. You and, right. me and Big Anklevich. And the, right. the line went all the way down the block. And there were people that had dressed up in Stormtrooper costumes. And it was just really, really cool and neat to see so many people so excited. And uh, I, I don't think I got anything that night, it would just you know, it was all scooped up before I could. Although I did, they did have a poster with Kylo Ren on it for everybody that went to Force Friday at Toys R Us. Then in 2017, two years ago, uh, it was time for the last Jedi's toys to go on sale, and I was camping. I was at the cabin, and I missed it. I as I was driving home, and I finally got cell service. I called my cousin and asked him what he had seen at Walmart, and. Then I stopped by, I think, two or three Walmarts after that to see which figures I wanted to get. And the thing that was neat about that one, even though I didn't get to participate in it, is that all of the Targets got a giant Porg plush. Right. And when I say giant, how big would you say this Porg was?
1: Oh, I'd say it was probably six feet tall.
0: Oh, gosh, I didn't know it was that big. But maybe I was going to say four feet. It seemed like it. But yeah, it was a a humongous Porg, and each target got one, and the people that were participating in the Force Friday got to enter a drawing for it for free. So some lucky customer got one at each target. And uh, I looked him up like two weeks later, and yeah, you could easily get $1,000 for it or $1,200 for this giant Porg. Wow. Which I thought was really, really neat. And I told my nephew about it. And he's like, oh, when they do that again, I want to go. And so I said, oh, sure, sure, absolutely, we'll we'll go. Cut to 2019, and they were calling it Triple Force Friday this year. Right. Uh, but not because it's the third one, but because all of the merchandise for Episode Nine, all of the merchandise for The Mandalorian, and all of the merchandise for... Jedi Fallen Order. Is that what the video game is called?
1: That's what it's called, yeah. All
0: of those went on sale at the same time. Or or you could say, yes, uh, it's also the third one. But I found out, like right before it happened, that it wasn't Friday night that this was happening, but it was Thursday night. Force Friday begins at 12.01 a.m., and uh, that meant that I couldn't take my nephew, because it's a school night, and... It also made it really difficult because it was a weeknight and not a weekend to stay out that late. Uh, Do you find that that's the case as well?
1: Yeah, it seems more everything's geared around, you know, Fridays or Saturdays being up late. You know, people are open longer and things like that. But yeah, if it's a Thursday, then everything kind of shuts down early and not too much is going on around town.
0: Yeah, and, and I don't know. If that's how it was four years ago. If it was a Thursday night at Toys R Us or if it was a Friday night. I don't remember. But I was disappointed by this. My nephew was disappointed. And then I was even more disappointed to find out that Target wasn't doing the midnight release. Uh, so it's just like, oh, shoot. Well, uh, what will I do? Well, maybe you just have to go on Friday morning to certain places. I, I've, I've got a theory. Do you remember... When the, I, I had a friend at Toys R Us named Joe. <laughs> yes. And I, I went up to Joe in about May or June of 2018. And he said something to me. And it I cannot oversell how upset I was by what Joe said to me. To the point where I hear that every single day in my head. Every day. For over a year. And do you remember
1: what Joe said to me? He said that Star Wars was dead.
0: He did. He said, "Didn't you hear? Star Wars is dead. The last Jedi killed it." And this was right before all of the Toys R Us's were closing. And I, I was bothered by this because I was asking him about toys and and figures, and they had the the big fake ad at the, the Rogue One ad at you know with the orange door. Right. And they, that was on clearance, and I was asking him if, uh, if I should buy it or if it would go down farther on clearance. And, and that's when he said that to me. He's just like, you know, they could be marked down to $5 a piece and nobody would buy them because Star Wars is dead. <laughs> and he said it was such, like, vitriol, like, I, you know, as, as the people on the internet that didn't like Last Jedi do. And it bothered me, and I didn't go back to Toys R Us, for like a week and a half or two weeks. And this was right in the death throes of the entire company. And sure enough, when I went back, all of those AT, ATCs, is that what they're called? No, they're
1: ACTs.
0: AT, AT, ACTs were gone. So, whoops. I guess it wasn't so dead after all. But there's no denying that toy sales weren't great for Last Jedi, and were very bad for Solo. And to a lesser extent, were very bad for Rogue One. And so my theory is that because of that, stores like Target, you know, GameStop, Disney Store, those kind of stores were reluctant to do a midnight opening or a big event at all.
1: Right. They're like, uh, I don't know if it's worth that effort.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I understand that. It can't just be about fun. It can't just be about passion and fan service. It's a business. You you stay open at midnight, till midnight, or whatever. At Toys R Us, they closed at 10 and then reopened two hours later. The store was such a madhouse in that two hours that the manager went next door to Babies R Us and asked if all of their employees wouldn't go home, if they would come to Toys R Us and put out all of the Star Wars merchandise. Wow. And so that, you know, that's overtime. That's uh, the logistics of how you pay Babies R Us employees. I don't know how that works. Maybe it's not difficult. Maybe it was the same parent company. And so the checks, you don't even have to issue a second check. I don't know. But I understand what that was like. The store stayed open until about 1.30, 1.45 a.m. And yeah, I guess that's a headache for people. But I thought it was really fun. And the people that I talked to there were just like, oh, yeah, this is great.
1: Yeah, I, I remember before The Last Jedi came out when they had the Force Friday. And I, I watched a few videos on YouTube. Uh, there was one, uh, Jenny Nicholson. I don't know if you've ever watched her. Yeah, Absolutely. And she did a thing where she went out to the store at midnight and and she wanted that pork really bad, but she didn't get it. And, and uh, that just looked like a lot of fun to that whole event was. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, she just showed snippets of it. It didn't show 20 minutes of boring stuff, but that looked like a lot of fun to, to be a part of that. So I was kind of looking forward to being a part of that this year. But, yeah, I struck out every, everywhere I went.
0: Then at the very last minute, Walmart announced that at some of their stores, they would be having a, an event. And did I describe the event to you before it happened?
1: You did. You, you said, hey, check it out. You can get on the website at Walmart and put in your zip code and see if there's any anything near you. And uh, I did that. But yeah, unfortunately, there were no Walmarts in my area that were doing anything for Force Friday.
0: And yeah, that, that's too bad. But what they were doing was, the, you know, they're having a, a midnight, you know, reveal of all the products. And the, the event went from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And they were having uh, caricature artists come to do wow. drawings at every one of these Walmarts that was participating for free for everybody that wanted a drawing, a Star Wars related caricature. And when I heard that, I, I just thought, are you sure you want to do that at 10 to 2 on a Thursday night? Right. Are, are you sure? Because that sounds like something that the kids would enjoy a lot. And I'm not sure that 40-something man children <laughs> are going to be as enthusiastic about it. And anyhow, I just, I, I can't question their wisdom, except for that I am questioning their wisdom because...
1: Well, yeah, they might as well have had face painting as well.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, free <laughs> balloons for the... Well, there is a Mexican kid over there in a cart complaining that he's up at 11.40 p.m. But no, I wasn't able to take any of the kids. I did ask my sister, but it was a dumb thing to ask because... Anyhow, it just... He's it, got school the next day. Because night. they had school the next <laughs> night, and... Their, their bedtime is so far before uh, even 10 p.m. when this event started. But my cousin and I had planned on going to this, come what may. And so I, I did and call... How
1: far did you have to travel to a Walmart that was actually doing the event?
0: Oh, and see, yeah, that's, that's a good point. There were only two Walmarts in the whole state that were doing it. One was about 45 minutes away, but the other was in the town where my cousin works, Hmm. uh, which for me is about 12 minutes away. And it's a tiny Walmart, one of those little Walmarts that, you know, they close up half of the store at 10 p.m. You know, you have to go through the one entrance and have a very small toy section. And I, I never got an answer when I asked the people there why that Walmart was doing it. But my guess, if I had to bet, it's that the manager of the toy department said oh yeah i'll opt in to that i think it was probably as simple as that it was like okay hey on the the fourth of uh october we're going to do a star wars event at midnight uh do any of you guys want to do it and most stores said no but this guy said yes the only flaw in my theory is that there was no toy manager there huh there was somebody that had been sent from a third-party events coordinator. She didn't work for Hasbro. She didn't work for Walmart. She was there, and then there was a caricature artist, and then the caricature artist's wife were there, and everybody else was customers.
1: You had told me it was coming up and what stores were involved, and I think I looked it up on StarWars.com as well. And you said, yeah, the, the Disney stores, several of the Disney stores are probably going to be doing some kind of an event as well or something. And so I looked up, do I even have a Disney store in my area? So I looked it up and there was a reference on my phone. I can't find it now. <laughs> but at, the, at that, that day when I was looking for a Disney store in the area, my phone came up with a, a shop and it had a different name like, I don't know, Kathy's or something like that. And I thought, oh, that's weird. But it said that it showed the location and everything. And I had a phone number. I went to their thing and and I called up the uh, store to see if they were doing anything for Force Friday or Triple Force Friday. And this gal answered the phone. And and instead of saying, is this the Disney store or, you know, kind of giving a preamble to to my question, I, I just started asking her you know, are you doing a, anything for Triple Force Friday with the new Star Wars line of toys coming out? And, you know, just started going into it, and I stopped talking, and there was just long pause for a long time. And then she said, Sir, I, I'm not sure if I know what you're asking, but didn't you know Star Wars is dead? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you had me you're an evil guy (laughs) because i was waiting for the punchline of something like sir this is a mortuary Uh, you know sir this isn't a plasma center (laughs) it's like sir this is a recycling plant but yes i didn't (laughs) expect didn't you know (laughs) that's mean
1: most most of that is true she there was a long pause and she just kind of was very confused by what i was asking and so i kind of re-explained you know that i i looked up disney store and this one she goes well there used to be a disney section in our store that we, but we don't have that anymore and <laughs> she was just very confused so i don't i don't even know if it was a toy store or a hobby store or what it was i never did drive by it but yeah they were definitely not doing anything for triple horse friday and i thought about calling around to the targets and the walmart's but i never did until you told me about the on the website you could put in a search for your zip code and then i thought well i'll just go out on friday and uh look at what's in the stores but i didn't have a chance to do that
0: oh shoot well that's that's too bad i i did do my due diligence and i went to disney store and i went to target and i went to gamestop beforehand to find out and GameStop said, we are doing an event, but we're opening at the regular time because Box Lunch is opening at 9.30 and Hot Topic is opening at 9. And so we decided to stagger our opening so that if people were after Star Wars stuff, they could go to all three stores as soon as they opened, which I thought was really cool. There's some kind of synergy there. They are all working together instead of against each other. Disney store said, yes, we are doing a Force Friday event in the morning, uh, and we're going to open at 8 a.m., and not to be outdone, Target said they were opening at 7 (laughs) a.m., and I'm jumping ahead in the story, I I did not feel up to getting up that early for uh, Target or Disney store the next morning, not when you've gone to an activity a post-midnight activity. Right. But that sort of thing is better. Again, though, it should have been Saturday. Because your kids are in school. Your kids have to go to school. You could get up at 7 or 8 on a Saturday and take your kids to do these things. You know,
1: Disney Store. But not on a school
0: day. I...
1: Or get them to stay up late for a midnight thing.
0: Right, yeah. I, I guess that it's not for them, that it is for us. It is for the people that grew up with Star Wars or 20-somethings or 30-somethings or whatever it is. I guess just because Star Wars is not as big a thing to children as it is to our generation. Now, we've had this discussion before. They have video games and they have their phones and they have Pokemon Go and all (laughs) all these other things that are more important to them, more defining of their generation
1: demanding on their attention yeah. but
0: i did go to walmart in the little town and i got there before my cousin and there was a line i it was only about 12 13 people long but this was at 10 10.05 p.m which to me was just it was the opposite of disheartening it was enheartening <laughs>
1: Maybe just heartening? Okay,
0: it, it was heartening of the arteries to see that there were a bunch of Star Wars fans that were all lined up and they were excited. And, and the caricature artist was there. Uh, he was sitting down and he had some chairs in front of him and he'd ask the people to sit down and he would do a drawing of them. And he, and he was very fast. I'd say each drawing took about two minutes, two and a half minutes, and he would turn you into a Star Wars character. Like he would do your face and then he'd give you a Stormtrooper body or a Darth Vader body or an Ewok body or a Princess Leia body. Right. Etc. Etc. And I was impressed because the guy was good, but then also just there was a fun, a sense of fun to that of, for example, my cousin, he got turned into a uh, biker scout. You know what a biker scout is, right?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Return and, uh, of the Jedi. Know,
0: scout trooper is what people call him today. I, I just think that that is fun. Again, though, kids would think this is funner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally got my turn and I sat down with the guy, I was just talking to him about it, and uh, he had been called in to replace the guy that was going to do it. The guy got some other gig somewhere and called him, the day before and said, Hey, would you mind driving an hour to this little town and <laughs> I'm working from ten to two doing cartoons of people? And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I, I do that all the time. He's one of those guys that does it in malls or does it at state fairs or whatever. And the guy says, But that all has to be Star Wars related. <laughs> and he said, luckily I liked Star Wars, but you know, I I looked on my phone, pictures of Darth Vader, pictures of a stormtrooper, pictures of you know, et cetera, et cetera, so that I would have the reference. And then after doing three or four, uh, the first people in the line, I got the hang of it. I didn't have to look anymore. And so when I sat down, what I wanted him to do was have, do me in an Imperial uniform to be Grand Moff Tarkin. And I wanted to do that thing where I, I put my finger, was it on his chin that he did right before the Death Star exploded? You know, Stan? Oh. On. That's what I wanted. And... And the guy said, oh, well, I, I don't know how the Imperial uniforms look, but uh, you have a beard. I'll do you as Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's cool. And he did. And he drew like a little uh, moisture evaporator in the background and then two circles to be the sun. <laughs> and he gave it to me. And uh, it looks really good. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe, I was going to say I'll scan it. I don't know if you can scan something that big.
1: But I'll take. Well, maybe we'll make that the episode art.
0: Well, maybe I. You didn't get one though, darn it. No. And it's so weird because if you had come, I would have paid the guy five dollars to not tell you what he was drawing, (laughs) and it would have been Slave Leia.
1: (laughs) See, I would have. I would have asked him if he knew who Bor Gullet was. (laughs) (laughs) So, but uh, my my question to you is. Was this caricature artist better or worse than the guy at New Media Expo?
0: The guy at New Media Expo was probably more talented. But this guy, he made me look less grotesque than the guy at New Media Expo did. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he exaggerated the features of me and Big. and, And I don't remember yours, but I'm sure it looked really upsetting. Because ours did.
1: I ended up looking like Rush Limbaugh.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> this one, he, he didn't try and make, you know, uh, New Yorker cartoons of us. He just tried, you know, in the same way that at the fair, you sit down and he's like, oh, let me draw a picture of you and your lovely girlfriend, uh, daughter, sir. And he just does something <laughs> that is flattering and sort of looks like you, but is not so focused on like defects or, or whatever. I don't know. I, I liked this one better and I, I I will send you the picture and you can tell me what you think. Okay, yeah, yeah. but also uh, you know if kids were there, if he were doing this for kids, you want him to look cute, you want him to look fun, whereas just the, 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 the drawings that he did of us at New Media Expo, that guy, you know, that's something that you have read from the Necronomicon, and this appears. But anyhow, <laughs> uh, my cousin and I finished the caricatures. I don't know, for some reason that word is really hard for me to say. Caricatures. Am I saying it wrong? Now it sounds wrong.
1: No, that that last one was perfect. It's like
0: when you say Borgullet enough times, and it starts to sound like a, a totally worthless, wasted character. Anyway, we went out and got food... Uh, because there was still, you you had to wait till midnight. They were going to trot out the toys at midnight. And I had asked the lady, the, the representative of the event, the event coordinator, hey, is there going to be enough for all of us? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, apparently they have a whole pallet in the back. And I was just like, ooh, a pallet, okay, cool. Because I, you've probably gone to a Black Friday sale or... You know, one of those things where it's just like, okay, you know, there's all these big screen TVs for a hundred dollars, but they only order five. I've been to those where they hand out tickets to the people in the line. And once the tickets are gone, the product is gone. But she assured us that there were plenty. There were there were enough for everybody. And so my cousin and I, we went. So
1: how many people would you say were were there? Well,
0: like I said, when I got there, there were about a dozen. And then when we came back from eating. I would say that that had become about twenty people, okay. Which isn't a lot, but it's it's a lot for twelve midnight on a weekday in this tiny little in a town. small town. And I, and I call it tiny. My town, my hometown, only had a thousand people in it, less than now. This town is probably twenty thousand people, but I think most folks would say that's not a lot, a big town.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: We came back and we got in line. And I don't know if I ever told you this story, but back when I was really into toy hunting for Star Wars, I've sort of really pulled back and I focused on Marvel toys now. But back when I was a big Star Wars collector, I kept running into this same guy. Anytime that something was going on sale at the Disney store or something was going on sale at Toys R Us, this guy would be there. And he was the kind of fan that... You read about in the cautionary tale magazine. He, he would just is super, super grabby and he, everything for me, and I have to have one that's perfect. and And I, I I don't think I ever told the story, but there was a time when he threw a fit at the Disney store because they didn't have enough figures. Wanted to talk to the manager, and I mean, it was he he shamed me as being a Star Wars fan. I I was embarrassed. Not for him, but for all of humanity. Because he he made such a stink. Anyway, he had shown up since my cousin and I had left to go get food. And he had organized the line and had gone down the line and said, what are you going to get? What are you going to get? What are you going to get? Because he wanted to make sure that there was enough for everybody, I guess. But mostly he just wanted to make sure that he got what he wanted. Right. And I, I don't have a huge opinion of this guy and it was mostly just because of the fit thing maybe someday we can talk i can tell this story in earnest but basically he demanded to talk to the manager he threw such a hissy fit that the manager was like oh okay you know i'll make sure that you get one which wasn't fair to everybody else you know what i mean my mom used to always say the squeaky wheel gets the grease yeah Uh, but i've never liked the squeaky wheel we could probably get our money back if we made a big enough deal. I don't like those people. Is it worth getting your money back to be that guy? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, maybe that's an outtake. I don't know.
1: But that was in the past. He Was he was he doing the same kind of thing here or just counting people and seeing what they were getting?
0: Well, he he was going through and what are you going to get? What are you going to get? It's open to interpretation. A generous person would say, oh, this guy wanted to make sure that everybody in the line went home with something. A a more cynical person is like, "Okay, four different guys want this same figure. I'm going to go to that first. Yeah, they did bring out the palette. And oh, okay. one more thing, because we were in line with strangers for this long time, we were just sort of forced to talk. And I got to know the people in the line and. They were from all over. There was a guy from Arizona, and he he had worked at a store that only sold Star Wars. And he claimed it was the very first store ever that was just Star Wars merchandise. And it was called Order 66. (laughs) That's pretty clever. And he was telling me about the events that they had had, and that they would get people to come that had been involved in the Star Wars franchise and do signings. And, and he wore a T-shirt for this, this Order 66 store. And I was like, wow, that sounds really, really cool. And uh, we, we all told stories about people we had met, people you know that we had talked to that were involved in the Star Wars franchise. And uh, then there was another guy that had a tattoo. And he had a tattoo on, on one arm of the rebel symbol and a tattoo on the other arm of the imperial symbol. And he was right <laughs> behind us in the line. Anyway, it was just it was neat to hobnob with fans. I don't know. You're old enough that you remember what it was like to have to camp out to see a movie or to get concert tickets, and that and that sort yeah. of thing was kind of fun in a way of getting to know all these strangers. You shared yeah bonding
1: experience. over a, a single thing that was kind of fun,
0: right? And and that this was the same kind of thing. So anyway, twelve o'clock arrived and they. They wheeled out a display, and I know there's a name for one of these things. You know, it's, it's, it's a car, a big cardboard display with four sides, and it has merchandise already loaded on it. I, maybe they call them shippers? I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah? I just keep thinking standee, but it's different than that.
0: Well, I, I think of like a cardboard cutout at a movie theater as a standee, but this might be a standee too I, I don't i don't really know but they brought it out and it had two of some figures on it and four of other figures on it but that was it hmm. so it wasn't even close to enough for everybody but oh well you know we were there and they brought it out and it's like okay go and and beforehand the guy the the guy that made me ashamed to be a Star Wars fan, had said, okay, there's there's not going to be any pushing or fighting. I know it's Walmart, but we don't want to be the people of Walmart, okay? And that got a (laughs) laugh. And so there was friendliness. And I know my cousin, he wanted, I think it's called a rocket trooper. It's a stormtrooper with a jet pack on it. And the guy with the tattoos wanted that same figure. And my cousin was like, no, you can have it. And afterward, I was just like, wow, but we were ahead of him in line. Why did you give it to him? And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they uh, had those in Rebels, I remember.
0: Oh, okay. Well, this is a First Order rocket trooper, so my guess is, is it's in the
1: new movie. Okay, well, that makes sense.
0: But my cousin and I had this idea, because I live in the land of a thousand Walmarts, that we would go, as soon as we had checked out, we would go to the next Walmart up the road and the next Walmart after that so that we could get these things that we hadn't been able to get before. Oh, and that's another thing that might be interesting. If any of this is interesting to the listener, the first thing to go, the thing that the most people wanted, what figure was that, if you had to guess?
1: I would guess it was... Uh, the Mandalorian.
0: Yes, give this man a Cupid a doll. <laughs> it absolutely was the Mandalorian. And I guess that's understandable because he's a Boba Fett. Yeah. And Boba Fett has always held a fascination for Star Wars fans, a power.
1: And I guess other than the the Sith Trooper, there isn't a lot that's really new in Rise of Skywalker, is there? I mean as unique as somebody like the Mandalorian?
0: Well, I'm trying to think of what the the that whole wave consisted of. Basically, there was a Ray from the new movie. There was a Kylo Ren from the new movie. There was a First Order Stormtrooper. And then there was the Sith Trooper, which is the Red Stormtrooper. Right. And that was it for Rise of Skywalker, except for this Walmart-exclusive jet trooper rocket trooper something like that is what it's called i don't know because i didn't get one and then there were two figures from jedi outcast no is that what it's called fallen order fallen order which is the main guy and then the second sister uh
1: inquisitor
0: inquisitor right right like from rebels yeah. I, in fact, I thought it was the character from Rebels that Sarah Michelle Gellar voiced. That's what I thought, too, yeah. But apparently that was Seventh Sister, and this is Second Sister. Oh, okay. And then there were two figures from Mandalorian, although I can't remember what the second one is. I, I guess I'm giving away... Sorry. ...how hard these figures have been to get, because I, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I haven't been able to find all of them. My cousin and I went to the next Walmart up the road... And sure enough, there is the guy with the tattoos on his arm. There is a couple of other people. There is the one guy who brought his girlfriend for the line. They had all had the same idea. And so I told my cousin, "Okay, for the next Walmart, you go to the one in the south and I'll go to the one in the north at the same time. We'll go separate. We can split up and it doubles our chances of finding this stuff. And the guy with the tattoos said, you're going to the next one north? Yeah, me too. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought, dang it, why did I open my big mouth? And so my cousin went south because he lives south and it's only seven miles from his house, the, the one south. So we're walking out of Walmart number two. And it, at Walmart number two, I think I got off world Jawa, which was the okay. figure that I most wanted. That's the second character from Mandalorian. Okay. It's a Jawa with red eyes instead of the usual yellow eyes
1: okay i was wondering what the because i i I was looking at a list of all the things and i saw that off-world jawa was wondering what the difference was on that
0: and yeah it's got a cloth cloak instead of the plastic sculpted cloak that the jawa two years ago had okay Um, but because i love jawas i don't mind having both but as we were walking out of the store i thought Are we going to be able to beat this guy to the store? What should we do? And that's when I got my idea for splitting up. And as we were going to our separate cars, a sports car, a really nice sports car pulled out of the parking lot. And we're like, this guy with the tattoos drives that car? I I don't believe it. And he's like, I don't believe it either. That's crazy. No Star Wars fan that's this diehard has enough money for a nice car. And as we were saying that, like a piece of crap 1989 Acura pulls out of another parking spot and it has a Millennium Falcon sticker on the back window. And I was like, oh, there he is. And we both had a good laugh because, yes, this is the car a diehard Star Wars fan drives. So my cousin went south and he got to that Walmart as they were just putting out the pallet. And so he was able to get Mandalorian, he was able to get the Sith Trooper, he was able to get another of the Walmart-exclusive rocket troopers. And And I drove past the one that the tattooed guy said he was going to. I bypassed the Walmart that is in my town and went to the town north of that. Because my fiendish plan was nobody would think to do that. Nobody would go that far out of their way. Drove up there. I, I went to the store, got to the toy section. There were ladies putting out toys. And I said, hey, where are the Star Wars toys? And they had no idea what I was talking
1: about. Oh, man. Oh. And I said, well,
0: oh, well OK, but it's, it's, they, they, go, they went on sale at midnight today. And she says, oh, I don't know nothing about that. Uh, maybe we'll get them tomorrow and i was like "No, oh, no no you already have them they're in the back but none of the stores have been able to sell them until tonight at midnight and she says i i, I don't know nothing about that <laughs> well that's too bad so i i i left and as i was walking out three of the people from the line were walking in and I was on the phone with my cousin at the time telling him, she said, I don't know nothing about that twice to me. <laughs> Why would she say that? I, I told him, oh, here, here's some people from the line. And my cousin said, are you going to tell them? And I said, no, I'll let them talk to that lady. <laughs> instead of letting them know to turn around. And so th- at this point, it was past one. It was probably 1.30, 1.45 a.m. I had the choice of either going home or going to the Walmart near my home or going to one more north up the road, even more out of my way. And I thought, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go all the way up there. And so at this point, we're about 40 miles away from my house, the next Walmart. And I hit it and I went in and they had just a big empty section where Star Wars was supposed to be. They hadn't put anything out, and that was it. There was nothing. There were there weren't uh. even employees doing that store. They were do they were retiling a section of the store over by like where the baby stuff is, and like all the employees were moving pallets and you know displays and all that so that they could retile the floor in the wee hours of the morning. So I, I went home empty-handed there too. Drove all the way back forty miles and decided to hit the store that I had skipped in the first place, which was where the tattooed guy said he was going. And they had put out their standee or their shipper. But the Mandalorian was gone, the red stormtrooper was gone, and the white (laughs) jet trooper was gone. Uh, So I don't know if I would have gotten them had I gone to that one in the first place. I will never know but I imagine I would have gotten there around the same time as the the 1989 Acura was pulling up. But that was it. I went home after that, and by this point, it was about 2.40, 2.30 or 2.40 a.m. Wow. And I, I knew Target was opening at 7, and I knew Disney Store was opening at 8. But... I'm not a morning person. I didn't mind staying up late, but I didn't want to get up early. But I set my alarm anyway, just in case. You know, I know myself. I knew what was going to happen in the morning. But I set my alarm anyway, and the alarm went off. And yeah, I looked at the alarm, and I was like, no, no reward is worth this. And I just, I turned it off. But I did manage to go to the mall in time for GameStop to open, I remember they were opening at their regular hour at 10 o'clock.
1: At 10 o'clock, and yeah.
0: When I talked to the Disney store employees that said, We're opening two hours early, we're opening at eight, I said, Is the mall even open at eight in the morning? And she said, No, you need to go through so and so entrance because that's where the mall walkers come in. Uh-huh. And I, you know, if you've ever seen Dawn of the Dead, you know what a mall walker is. Yeah. No, I guess it's people that exercise. They just walk around the mall and they let them in before any of the stores have opened.
1: Yeah, I've heard of that, especially in the wintertime when it's cold and people can't walk outside. They walk the mall.
0: I I don't get up in the morning, and so I'll never know <laughs> what one of these mall walkers is. But I did get to the, the mall at 10 a.m. or 10.01 a.m. or whatever, and... I could see the line at the GameStop when they opened the gates. You know, they pull up that big metal gate. Right. And it was way longer than the, the line at Walmart had been. In fact, when they opened the register, the line went all the way from the register through the store and out into the, the, uh, the mall proper. Hmm. And so I knew that they were going to be out of figures as well. Uh, so I, I went to the Disney store... And they had 10 each of all of the figures. Oh. They had opened at 8, and I, I asked them, were there a lot of people at 8? The, the woman went, eh, which I think means th- there were some, or maybe it means not enough to justify me having to be here at
2: 7.30.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But I, I called my cousin, and I said, hey, they have them all here. What do you want? So I was able to get anything that I wanted. And at Disney Store, they had a kind of a neat giveaway where the first people in line, the first 50 people that went to the Disney Store, got a pin. And then everybody that spent, I want to say $30, got a lithograph set for the three three properties, the the video game, the TV show, and the new movie. And so it's neat when they give things away. Let's see, I went to Target, and like the center of Target... They have like a featured toy. Whatever is super super popular right now. I'm trying to think of what it what it was there. I think it was a Pokemon display last week, and this week it's all Star Wars. And they had all sorts of t-shirts and they had remote control Dio. Dio, can you hear me? I am
2: lost and so
0: alone. Which is what you want. Yeah. They had a plush Dio. I'm asking for your guidance. Would
1: you come down from your throne
0: which is what you want they had these little tiny like a 5 inch scale f- line of figures which is new and there was a Dio of that which is what you want uh, am I missing anything that you want uh, Dio related oh they're, they're, they had a <laughs> lamp a do lamp yeah that was
1: pretty cool because
0: he already <laughs> looks like a lamp to me Yeah, that was. it was smart to do that
1: exactly I'm sure you didn't send me everything you saw, but you sent me several texts with pictures of what you were looking at. And and uh, so I got to live vicariously through you a little bit and see some of the toys that were out there. That's, but,
0: oh, the thought that someone would live vicariously through me is one of the most depressing things imaginable. But uh, <laughs> all of the major stores that sell toys have an exclusive... And, and we're we're mostly just talking about the six inch action figures right now, because that that is the toy line that's most popular. It's the Star Wars Black Series. I'm always talking about it, but every store has an exclusive of those. And I said, like I said, the Walmart had the the I think it's called a Jet Trooper. Target had a variant of the Mandalorian that is reflective. It's like a like a metallic variant. You know what I mean? They're calling it. The carbonized variant.
1: Oh, yes. I can talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, I did watch the unveiling thing that uh, StarWars.com did.
0: Yeah, and each of the stores got one of the characters that we've talked about, a carbonized variant. So uh, GameStop got a carbonized second sister. Amazon has a carbonized Sith Trooper, which is like a really pretty... Reflective red stormtrooper. And then to make matters worse, the first products to ship just on that first day shipped in a white box that says first edition on it instead of the black box that all the Star Wars black figures have always been in.
2: <laughs>
0: and so if you're one of those guys, like my roommate was, or like the guy that threw a hissy fit was, that has to have one of everything. Then you've got to buy three Mandalorians and you have to buy three Sith Troopers. And, you know, the fiendish brilliance of that on Hasbro's part, uh, it it beggars comprehension. I have never (laughs) been one of those guys that has to have one of everything, much less one in a box, in a perfect package that I don't open. And thank goodness, because these figures are hard enough to find without having to say, well, I need all three versions of the Mandalorian.
1: And I mean the white box. And
0: you know that a year from now, there's going to be like an unmasked version of the Mandalorian, or maybe he's in a different outfit in episode three, four, and five. You know what I mean? Right. Hasbro probably saw the sales numbers already on Mandalorian. And it's just like, oh, wow, this is, this is great. We're going to do like a whole line of figures just for that property. But anyhow, I have not had luck finding some of them. But Yet you can go on Amazon right now and just order a, a carbonized red trooper. Amazon always seems to get tons of their own things. And, and I apparently Walgreens is going to have an exclusive, but they haven't hit yet. Um, no. And there is going to be a second wave of figures that is hitting in about a month. Not to mention the... Three and three quarters inch, you know, the classic Star Wars guy size. Uh, and then this new five inch like kitty line. They're really cute figures, but can you really start a new line of, of figures? And, and then plushes and shirts and hats.
1: Is that like the Galaxy of Adventure? Is that the what those are? It might be. Because I know they have that Star Wars Kids YouTube channel that's like Galaxy... I can't remember Galaxy Adventures or Adventures.
0: Those cartoons that you would tell me about were those like Maz Kanata and Leia's first meeting or something like that? You told me about.
1: No, that was Forces of Destiny or something like that. <laughs> That's
0: right. That was the doll line.
1: Yeah, and but no, these are like classic scenes from Star Wars or whatever. Is how they started out. They started doing it in a different animation style, and you know, kind of super fast you know that kids would like but i've seen that they have now some like galaxy of adventures figures now too where it's like the cartoon version of ray or
0: okay yes this this is what I, i'm talking about too and so that's called galaxy of adventure i think so okay cool i pretty much reached the end of my story we're recording this just a couple of days after force friday And people on the internet, it was really fun to hear other people's adventures, other people's galaxies of adventure, going to their stores. And and depending on where you lived, either the shelves were completely bare or you had your pick. Because I guess some people in like more rural places, they're the only Star Wars fan in the town or the only one that cares enough that I'm going to rush out Friday morning and get these things. Right. But... I've gone to three targets, and their at least their Star Wars Black figures have all been gone. The place that I had the best luck, actually, was Barnes & Noble, of all places. Really? They had had one of those exact same shipper standee things, just their version. And somebody had still gotten the Mandalorian before me, but I was able to get White Box, Offworld Jawa... (laughs) which which i just i am not going to open but i'm just going to save it in case it becomes valuable because uh, right now it's too early to know whether these white boxes are going to be shipping for the next month or if it really was just those the first day that are in the white box but i i could always use an extra jawa i i don't know I, i was never able to get multiples as a kid of action figures but I always wanted like lots of ewoks, lots of Jawas and lots of stormtroopers. And then once I got old, I could afford lots of Jawas and lots of stormtroopers. <laughs> I never really went in on the Ewok thing. But I still like Ewoks. I guess that's an episode for another time when when you finally watch those movies.
1: <laughs> hey, well I have a did you ever get back to GameStop?
0: Well, I after I bought the stuff at Disney store. I went to GameStop and the line was still, it wasn't quite out the door, but the, the line had was still long, but I talked to a, one of the employees, they had an exclusive and he's co- his name's Clone Commander Fox and he's from either the cartoon, Clone Wars cartoon, or from Revenge of the Sith. My guess is he's from the, the cartoon hmm. uh, and that was an exclusive there and they had only gotten four of him.
1: Because I, I, I saw in one of the descriptions or lists of things, it said that exclusive to GameStop was a Black Series Purge Stormtrooper. But I can't find a picture of what a Purge Stormtrooper looks like. So I was just curious if you saw anything like that. or.
0: Well, my guess is this is something that's been announced and it has not yet come out. Oh, okay. There are more exclusives coming, like Walmart is going to have a ghost Yoda from huh. either from the last shot of Return of the Jedi or from Last Jedi. So they've, they've done a ghost Obi-Wan and now they're doing a ghost Yoda. And I, it's a no brainer to do a ghost Anakin, but whose head will it have?
1: My guess would be it'd be Hayden Christensen.
0: That's my guess, too, but I don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're already Anakin Skywalker figures, and so it's going to be way cheaper for them to just reissue that in like a translucent ghost version. But if it came with a Sebastian Shaw head, I'd have to buy it just to thank them for making one with the real Anakin. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe I, I still wouldn't buy it.
1: I I think we talked about this once when we were talking about what kind of figures would you want or a a Darth Vader figure with the helmet off with his head in it.
0: I feel like they did one in 2013. uh, If you ever look at that very first Darth Vader that Star Wars Black did, the helmet is just way, way too big. And the reason is because you could take the helmet off and it had an Anakin head underneath. But it's like bald, eyebrowless Anakin.
1: You right. Know?
0: I don't have that figure, so I, I don't know, but just it seems like that that's, that's the case. Uh, you were going to talk about, you watched their unveiling for all of the products that are going to be coming out. And I went to a Twitter feed where somebody had like reposted like the photos from that unveiling. And I wasted like an hour. Looking at all this, there was so <laughs> much stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was a little bit disappointed in it. I guess I don't know what I was expecting. But uh, they had two things going on. They had uh, Warwick Davis in, the, in uh, Pinewood Studios in London. And he would talk about various things and talk to different actors or whoever he could get. And then it would cut to... I don't know if you watch the Star Wars show, the little YouTube news thing that comes out every week, uh, but it had one of the guys, the news people from there, and he would have the actors come, like two at a time, and he would show them their figures. You know, he'd bring out their Hasbro Black Series figure, then he'd bring out their pop vinyl bobbleheads, or if they were included in a Lego set, like they brought out the Millennium Falcon Lego set. And you know, there's a little Lando, little Lego Lando in there, and so they had Billy D. Williams there for that, and they had, of course, Daisy Ridley was there, and uh, just you know, he brought they brought them all out. But the the ones that are fun to watch are the ones that are new, right? So they had Naomi Ackie with her figure, and they're really excited about it. You know, Daisy Ridley's kind of like, oh yeah, isn't that cool? She's already been through this two other times or more
0: they're jaded and old yeah
1: she's like oh that's cool you know and uh, i think billy d williams liked his but but he kept commenting he says oh that mustache is a little gray on that guy and so (laughs) (laughs) and you know made comments like that and then the new actors on mandalorian they thought their figures are pretty cool and so that was kind of fun to see but i don't know i thought i thought there'd be more of a you know they'd show like everything. You know have a big showcase thing and go around and show all the different figures. But it was, but it was still kind of cool to see what they were doing. But it, yeah, it just seemed like everybody had a pop vinyl, and uh, I didn't really care <laughs> if they had that. But the little Lego sets look cool. Like the Mandalorian, they had that little ATST Raider, I think they call it, and that looked pretty cool. A little Lego set of that.
0: It's it's like a scout walker, but with like paint on it, like a skull painted on it and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, and it's got like little, looks like wooden supports or something on the legs too, or some kind of adornment on it. So I guess we'll find out what that is when the TV show comes in, but it's kind of a different variation of that. And then uh, when they opened up the Millennium Falcon, they had some different looking characters that i've never seen there was a guy that had like bull horns in the millennium falcon and i'm not sure who he's supposed to be these are legos the little lego figures inside the millennium falcon yeah
0: so it's hard to tell what that would look like in real life in, in real life, life
1: yeah yeah so some, some of that was kind of cool so that kind of got me excited though if you know i'd be kind of like to go look at some of these figures um but the one that really that i really want and would like to get my hands on I, I think it's it might be exclusive to amazon but it's a hasbro Do Droid. but like the sphero bb8 you can uh, have an app on your phone and you can control it going back and forth and turning and doing all whatever you want it to do and it comes with a little ball that it'll follow the ball or go fetch the ball or whatever and man i'd love to have that thing that'd be a lot of fun it Could go with my voice-controlled R2-D2 and my Sphero BB-8. That's kind of fun to be able to control, you know, like a remote control figure. It reminds me of that. I had one of those.
0: Sphero products are always really expensive, right?
1: Yeah, they're like over $100, typically. And this one is, too, this little DO. But it says it's Hasbro, not Sphero, which I thought was interesting. Because they have the little uh remote like a forty dollar one that has just a back and forth on it. Remote controlled Dio. But I knew I thought I figured they'd be coming out with something like the Sphero. I guess this is it. This this Hasbro app controlled Dio. When I when I looked at what the price was gonna be, yeah, it's like around hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. So it's an investment. <laughs> well hopefully
0: it will go down or you'll get so many Patreon supporters that uh
1: you can afford that, yeah. I'll I'll video it and put it up on the on the Patreon. You can see what it what it does. I
0: I I can see somebody being really cynical about this. That I would get excited about toys, or that you know, I went without sleep so I could stand in line for the chance to get toys. But there was just something so magical about the figures when I was a little boy, and you know, just the chance to hang out with my cousin again and go for the hunt and i hope that i didn't make this sound like oh it was just such a wasted night or all these trips have been so frustrating i've had fun hunting for stuff trying to find some of these super rare uh, practically impossible to find toys and you know even if i don't ever find any more of the valuable ones the ones in the the white boxes it was a fun activity and i have the caricature that the guy drew of me and uh i i, I was glad I, I was disappointed two years ago that i didn't get to do that you know stand in line at the target toys r us was still a thing two years ago i right. am fairly sure they would have done it as well but i didn't so i i feel like i made up for it now and we got a whole episode talking about it the next episode when, when we get together, there will be a new trailer. Somebody said that the final trailer is attached to Maleficent. Mmm, darn. Which is all the more reason not to go see Maleficent,
1: too. <laughs> My daughter wants to as,
0: see it. As if you needed an excuse to stay away, there you are.
1: But Michelle Pfeiffer's in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer's <laughs> in Greece, too. But I don't know that that makes it a must see. But we'll talk about that. We'll, pro- we'll talk about the days leading up to the release of Mandalorian. I'm, I'm sure there will be new news between now and then. There are a bunch of new books coming out. There are these books that are uh, the journey to the Rise of Skywalker. And Right. I haven't decided if I'm going to read them like I did. I read the Rogue One one. I read the Solo one. Was there a Last Jedi one?
1: There was one that I was going to read, which was Rose and her sister on an adventure before the events of Last Jedi.
0: Yeah, I never did read that, but that came out before.
1: I think it did. I I didn't see it till after, but I think it came out before.
0: That would probably make you care more about those two characters. Paige is the sister, I think?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: She dies pretty much in the opening scene of Last Jedi. Yeah, I will never know what it would be like if to already know that character and then, but it could only help you, like Re- uh, Rose, to know her backstory, to know the relationship she has with the sister. Yeah,
1: definitely. I don't know. I th- I think I've seen all I want to see of a trailer for Rise of Skywalker.
0: Yeah, that shot of Ray of Dark Ray with the double lightsaber that we talked about in the last episode. That can be the last image that I see. The last new image. I, I Yeah. I don't feel like that is a spoiler. I feel that that is misdirection. Yep. But I'm certain that there will be things in this next trailer that aren't. You know, people's relationships, lines that Lando has or 3PO has or something like that, that will be funny if I don't know they're
1: coming. Yeah, and probably images.
0: And They may even show Palpatine. In this final trailer, which will clear up all speculation of whether he's back in the flesh, whether he's back as a projection, a hologram, as a force ghost, as a holocron, as a clone, as a a dream or vision, you know?
1: Yeah. I I don't know. Hopefully, J.J. Abrams wouldn't do that, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, well, well, we'll have this discussion again in the next episode along with whatever else is going on but uh here we are really getting closer and closer a lot of people are more excited about mandalorian than rise of skywalker and i can kind of understand that because if there was another trailer for mandalorian i wouldn't have any worries about spoilers in that i, I would watch it
1: yeah me too
0: i don't know how you can spoil a tv show in the same way that you can spoil a movie well we'll see
1: yeah, and then our next episode will probably be before the Mandalorian comes out before Disney Plus is a thing because isn't that the end of November when that comes out?
0: Uh, it launches on November twelfth. Oh well, there you which go, which is about a month <laughs> from when we're recording this. So.
1: Yeah, are you set up to uh, get Disney Plus? I guess you can, Everybody can get it on their laptop, probably.
0: I, I wonder how easy it will be that first day if just like everybody will be trying to watch things at the same time, will the servers be slow? Will <laughs> right. Will Disney plus crash on its
1: opening day? Well, that's stuff we can talk about.
0: Yeah. I hope people enjoyed this discussion. If they didn't, well, there's probably more like this coming. It's just two guys talking about Star Wars folks. <laughs> what did you expect?
1: Yeah. We're trying to recapture our childhood.
0: Well, thank you for wasting your, e- oh, sorry, spending your evening with me, Marshall. And, uh,
1: and uh, you know, all I can tell you is uh, keep your freaking hands off my Babu.
0: <laughs> That's right. We didn't talk about Babu Frick at all. We didn't. I just thought about him. <laughs> uh, well, okay, there you go. That's something to look forward to for the next episode.
1: Will Babu Frick be the next Boar Gullet? <laughs>
0: I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Good
1: night. Good night, everybody.
2: Lies! Deceptions! Creative Commons license will save us. Attribution? Non-commercial? No derivatives? Did you come here to sell my files. Bo oh, Gullet can see your thoughts. Do you think you can change them? Bo oh, Gullet, we'll learn the truth. Share this with everyone! Save the journey! Save the dream!
0: either from the last shot of Return of the Jedi or from Last Jedi. Uh, it doesn't come with a lightsaber, so I'm saying that it's uh, from... Wait, but Yoda didn't have a lightsaber in any of those movies. No. <sighs> Somebody better edit that part out.
1: <laughs> I... Unless you count my, my extra scene there in uh, Empire Strikes Back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in last week's episode. Yeah.
1: So they had... Um... <laughs> I just lost her name, too. The Aki... Take the what her last name is Aki she's a new person everybody's speculating that she's Lando's daughter or something like that uh, oh
0: okay yeah I I, I, I don't <laughs> darn it I don't know her name yet either but I do know the figure you're talking about because that's in wave two
1: I'm gonna find her name here it's a race to see
2: Naomi okay. Naomi Aki I knew this earlier today <laughs>